Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, my Dirty fam? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Zach here. To all of you, wherever you are listening in the world, I hope that you feel seen, known, and loved today. I miss you guys. I love you guys. I'm so happy to be back hanging out. Y'all, life is good. I'm missing my baby girl a lot today. Um, if you don't know, my, um, I'm currently in uh, divorce. My my ex-wife, Caitlin, she is in uh, Georgia, and uh, my baby girl's down there too, and we are navigating um, custody and all that stuff, which you, if you've been in a divorce and you have a child, it's just messy. Um, it just sucks in all ways for all parties, and um, you know, we are just trying to navigate what this looks like with um, our girl. We want what's best for her, um, but it's tough, y'all. It's tough, but um, you know, we... One of the things I have to keep reminding myself is so many times I find myself um, fighting with my ex when I should be, I just need to be focused on fighting for my daughter. And those are very different. And, you know, maybe today you've been fighting with someone and you just need to understand you just need to be fighting for the right things, you know. And that has just been something I have been working on this year. And you could be praying for me in that because it is tough. It's very, it's very difficult. And, um, for those, any of you who are going through a separation or a divorce, um, I, you know, I, I commend you. I, I want you to know, not commend you per se, but like, I just want you to know you're not alone. That, that is, it is miserable. And, um, you know, a lot of, not a lot of all of, all of this divorce is, is my fault. And, um, you know, maybe that's you. Maybe you're listening to this and you're the cause of it and you made stupid decisions and you're dealing with the shame and regret of it. I just want to, encourage you and let you know that you can't you can't change what you did you can't you can you can spend so much time trying to think about how you wish you would have done things differently um and what i've come to terms with is the only thing i can do is do something differently moving forward and that's what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to better myself take care of the brokenness that i have inside of me that led to those decisions and that's the goal and so if you're listening to this and you have just maybe you've made a bad decision and you're navigating some new territory of your life, the biggest thing I can encourage you on is to do the next best thing. Uh, do the, Don't get caught up in what you did. Get caught up in what you can do and do that. Be better. Uh, continue to fight to better yourself day in and day out. And listen, that's free, y'all. And that ain't even part of the devotion we're talking about, but it was on my mind, so I decided to talk about it. And there you go. Uh, speaking of uh, th- doing things together, and knowing you're not alone, uh, we have a private Facebook group, uh, a group where you can share things you're going through. You can ask questions. It's a community for you. I would love for you to be a part of it. It's totally free. You can find the link in the show notes for it. You do have a couple questions you do have to answer to get in. That way, I don't have any spam weirdos getting in there just trying to ask for weird things and ask you for money. None of that's in there. And so I would love for you to be a part of that group. You can uh, find the link in the show notes, like I said, or you can search Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family, and make sure you get in there. Also, if you haven't yet, you can follow me on Instagram. 
Um, I would love to connect with you. I, I love being more than just a freaking voice you listen to. I would love to be someone you know. And um, yeah, so follow me. My, you can also find my Instagram handle in the show notes, or you can search at Z underscore chill, C-H-I-L. But again, glad you're here. Love you. I appreciate you. Um, and I hope that today's dirty devotional is helpful for you. And so I want to read from you. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 12, uh, starting at verse 1. And it says this. It says, At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and they began to pluck heads of grains and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. So basically, the disciples are walking around, and they're freaking hungry, and there is some grains at on the outskirts of the field, which is called gleaning. And so it's a totally lawful thing to do. You can glean uh, from these crops. And so they're just grabbing um, these these heads of grain, and they're eating it and trying to like just get a little snack in. Uh, but the law says that the Old Testament references that in the on the Sabbath, that's a day of rest. You're not, you shouldn't be gleaning. You shouldn't be doing anything like this. And so the Pharisees go up to Jesus because they're the religious leaders. And he calls out Jesus says, hey, look what your freaking students are doing. They're freaking sinning. Um, how could you let them do this? You're supposed to be the son of God. And you're like letting them do all this stupid stuff. Like what? what's your problem? Uh, Jesus responds to them. And he says this, he says, have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him? How we entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who are with him, but only for the priests. So the Pharisees here are calling out an Old Testament law that God put into place. And what Jesus does, he responds and he says, all right, let's talk about David, who's a patriarch of the faith. So David is the one in the Bible who's known as the man after God's own heart. And what we see here is David, Jesus says, you remember when David was running and he was uh, running from, uh, running for his life. And at this point, him and these soldiers, they go into the house of God, literally the temple. And there's in the temple, there's the bread of the presence, which was a super, super holy and important thing. And David and his soldiers ate it because they were hungry. The priest gave it to him, which would have been a huge, huge deal back then. And Jesus says, you remember David did this, and do you have a problem with David? And he goes on and he says, or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? He says, I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. And if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. So Jesus here is doing his thing. He gets called out and Jesus responds and says, hey, you need to pay attention. You're missing the point. You're getting so caught up in keeping the rules that you're spending, you're, you're looking for people to fail. You're looking for people to mess up. That they have, these, these Pharisees, these group of religious leaders have started treating the Bible and the word of God as a way to catch people messing up. And that's not the point. And Jesus says that Jesus says, hey, if you look back, every every great person of faith has has done things that it, that they may not have done or may not should have done or outside of the law that God had put in. And Jesus quotes the Old Testament. He says, the Old Testament says this, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. He says, if you would have known what this meant, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have approached us like this. And mercy is simply this is, is mercy is not getting what you deserve. 
And that verse is saying that God desires to not give people what they deserve, that God desires not to catch people doing wrong, but to catch and help people who have maybe made a mistake and are hurting. That the whole point of the word of God is to help people be better, not to prove that they suck. And the Pharisees have been spending so much time trying to prove why they're, why, why Jesus isn't who he says he is and why people are sinners and, and trying to prove why people aren't going to heaven. When Jesus is like, hey, that's not the point of the word of God. That's not the point of the gospel. That's not the point of this. The point of the gospel isn't to prove that people suck. It's to prove that people can be better. It's to prove that God wants to change people's lives to put them on a better path. And maybe today you have been approaching scripture as a, as a catch of like, Jesus is trying, God is trying to catch you doing wrong. He's not trying to catch you doing wrong. God desires mercy, which is not giving you what deserve. He desires for you to approach him in a way that says, Hey, you can be better, that you can improve your life, that God wants to help do this thing with you. And today, wherever in the world you are, whatever you've done, that is true for you. That God is recognizing the fact that, that God is trying to proclaim the fact, excuse me, that he wants to be a part of your life and that he wants to give you mercy and grace. So mercy is not getting what you deserve. Grace is getting what you do not deserve. And so God wants to extend mercy to you and not punish you for the decisions you made. Instead, he wants to extend grace and give you the chance to better yourself, to give you a clean slate. You may, you can't go back, but you can start over. And God is saying, hey, regardless of what puts you in this path to get you where you're at right now, God wants to do it with you. And so, listen, if you find yourself that you've just been condemned by God through the word, listen, that is not the gospel. Listen, God is not here to condemn you. He's here to convict you, which means instead of telling you you suck, he's going to say you can do better. For the rest of you, if you're using scripture as a way to talk about how someone else sucks and how someone else makes bad decisions, you are the problem. You're the one who is misrepresenting the gospel more than anyone else. And so stop trying to catch people doing wrong. Stop being gossipy about the things people are doing wrong. And instead, use scripture as a way to encourage people to remind them that, hey, there is a better life for you, that there is something better for you. There is a God who wants to be close to you and with you and help you experience the best of life. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, I pray for anyone who is listening to this that has been using scripture as a way to call people out for their sins, that you would just knock them aside the head, help them understand that that is not what you are about. That's not what you're about, God. Help them see that what you want for their life is to be better. The gospel is about calling us into something better, not calling us out, calling us out as being sucky individuals. Lord, help us change our perspective. Lord, it's so important. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.